welcome to the Meaningful CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Zenzi Nacha, purpose and clarity coach for big, impact-driven female CEOs who are ready to find clarity on their thing so they can show up like they know they could be, do what they love, and attract your aligned clients. This podcast is for the woman who is in a meaningful CEO era, who is ready to take up space and step up a game in business and life as the leader she is. So everything in your life and business is a reflection of who you are. Let's dive into it. Welcome back to this week's episode on the Meaningful CEO Podcast. In this podcast episode, I'll be sharing the 23 lessons I learned this past year. And I'm so freaking excited to share this with you. As I'm recording this podcast, it's literally my birthday tomorrow. And somehow I tend to reflect more around birthdays and New Year's. I don't know why. I would love to know if it's like, if you do this too. Um, But yeah, basically... I just love looking back and seeing what I've done the past year, all the lessons I've learned. And I'm also such a sucker for listening to life lessons from other people. I think that's really invaluable learning and hearing from other people, navigate challenges, things they've learned. And I just love listening to these kind of podcasts. So I decided why not make... um, you your own special podcast on the Meaningful CEO podcast. Are you ready <laughs> for the 23 lessons? I'm going to, I'm, I'm really curious how long it's going to take because I literally wrote down the list of the lessons, but I'll probably, knowing myself, probably have some little rants around the lessons and explain them to you. There isn't really any logical order. So yeah, let's just dive into it. So my first lesson has been buckle up and enjoy the ride on your way to your destination. I feel like I've so often lived towards my goals without being really present of where I'm within the moment. And I think this is such a beautiful one. It's literally, it's the same as like when you go and travel to destination it's so much more fun to take like the small little roads in the mountains and discover small villages on your way than to take the highway and I feel like it's the same for life in I think the only thing you can do is like it will happen things will happen the way they happen anyway so the best thing you can do is just buckle up and enjoy the ride as you're going on it because in the end that's where you learn all the lessons and that's where you basically get all the value from and it will make you feel grateful and present when you're doing this um so the second lesson is opinions can change so does life i know the first year a bit like broader and deeper but it really is like opinions on things can change and I've had so many moments this year and I'll (laughs) probably have a few in this list as well that where my opinions changed and um, that it literally changed or transformed the way I live my life as well and I think it's just such an important reminder and lesson um, for one of the things I will say that I think my opinion changed on, I might hit on it later as well, is cooking. <laughs> it's, I used to hate cooking and now I 
love doing it. It's like literally one of the most mundane activities that I've been enjoying and it literally changes my life, but also bigger life things. Like you can change your view on bigger life decisions and not let it mean anything about you as a person and it will change the trajectory of your life while that went so smooth. Um, So one of the examples I wanted to give here is um, my opinion changed a lot this past year on having a side job next to your business to support yourself for safety because I think a year ago I did not have a side job. Um, or anything else I just was focusing on my business but I noticed I felt almost this almost this like neediness like of wanting to succeed whereas now I feel like my drive is even bigger because I've got this safety and I feel so much calmer and I feel like things are more successful because my nervous system is calmer and I feel more in control of myself because um, I've got a stable financial income. And it honestly, it does not matter to me where that's coming from, whether it's from my business or from something else. It matters to me that I feel safe with what I do. I can do the things that I want to do. And I feel like that this side job has allowed me to do this. And I remember last year, I did not think about it. So therefore opinions can change, so does your life. The next one is, and also I've hit on this topic, I think a few times in podcasts as well, and that's, it's safe to feel and express what I'm feeling to others. I struggled with this one so much. A lot of inner child trauma is around this topic, I guess, but it really changed my life when, I I think I'm going to say it changed my life. so often during this podcast i'm so sorry in advance take a shot whenever you hear me say this not that i drink but you can take a a sip of tea a coffee shot um whatever you feel like but you can play like a drinking game during this podcast um yeah anyhow (laughs) um it's basically it's something that i had to learn the hard way that numbing your feelings and tuning things out is not the way to go and I feel like ever since I've allowed to feel more things and allow things to come into me and express the feelings I thought I had, no matter what it was with a friend, with my family, with my partner, with my coach, it allowed me so much freedom. Like, and it allowed me to fully accept myself where I am within that moment, no matter what I was feeling. And it intensified the emotions and it's scary because I'm I've mentioned this before in the podcast as well I'm like a highly sensitive person in things can feel way more intense and I feel feelings more intense so this is obviously the reasons why I didn't feel safe to feel it because I would feel like it was a tsunami of feelings or this tornado that would overcome me but it actually is not if you learn how you can still feel grounded when you're feeling. Okay, that's lesson number three. I feel like this is going to be a really long podcast. <laughs> I'll try to, uh, yeah, be, keep it in mind, although it's, it's a fun podcast to listen to as well. Anyhow, number four, lesson four is, it's completely fine to have a small circle of people around you. 
I used to always, not even last year, I think before that, I always thought like having a big group of friends was the thing, but I've noticed I'm such an introvert yet ambivert at the same time, but I really like to keep my close circle small because I noticed that I don't have a lot of energy and I really prioritize certain things like my business. Um, I find taking time for myself very important. And in order to do that, I don't have the energy to go out and hang out with people all the time. So I'm very wise and careful with who I choose to spend time with. Um, So it obviously means that you somehow let go of some people along the way, but it also means that the people I do spend time with will 1000% give me energy and I'll give them energy and it will feel so good and such a nice and meaningful as a meaningful relationship and um, I feel like the relationships I do have with people the people who are in my life and who are in my close circle I've got like a much deeper bond with and I'm so grateful for that lesson five this is one I actually got yeah I'll, I'll save the lesson but Lesson five is that your sibling is the person who will know you the longest and the best in your life. This is the only person we've seen you grow up and we will grow old with you, cherish this relationship. I feel like the last year this has become more abundantly clear because both my sister and I, um, like I think one or two years ago, moved out of my parents' house so we're not seeing each other. Although we do have a better relationship now, we see each other less and we talk to each other more. And we talked about this topic quite a bit, that the older we get, the better our relationship gets and the more we like to hang out with each other. And we realized like it's so weird to think about it that at least I'm the oldest sister. I'm literally the first the only person that literally saw my sister grow up and also she me and that we will grow up with because your parents will pass away hopefully probably before you and then your partner and other friends you meet later on in life they haven't known you as a baby or as a little girl and it's absolutely bananas when you think about it and it's so beautiful to cherish and keep that relationship um, with your sibling, with in my case, with my sister. Okay, lesson six is cord cutting does not only change your energy, it changes your life too. Okay, so I said, I'm a highly sensitive person and <laughs> I, think, I think we're gonna like, can use this as one, one of the drinking games too in the podcast. Um, and I get like I I can get or carried away with other people's energy very quickly or get drained by other people's energy very quickly and I know that sometimes after a long work day or after a long day surrounded with people nothing feels better than stepping into the shower and cutting the cords and the energies that I have with other people because it allows you to have peace when you're within your own space, within your own bubble again, and just let go of all the thoughts that don't matter, that you don't have any control over, and just focus on watering yourself and giving yourself energy again, or your partner. Um, 
So yeah, I wanted to put this one in here too. If you don't know what cord cutting is, just look on up a YouTube video. It's yeah, it's gonna change your life. Okay, seventh the seventh lesson is it's okay to desire safety for money and make decisions that make you feel safe. I know in this industry we always talk about stepping out of your comfort zone and embracing discomfort, but there's also such a thing that I always explained this, I think, to my coach recently. You've got like three zones. So you've got your comfort zone, then you've got the learning zone. And then when you step too far out of the learning zone, it becomes a panic zone. And then it's so harming for your nervous system that you, and there's so much stress on your nervous system, that you can't do anything anymore because you're so stressed, your body's so stressed. And therefore, it's crucial to have that safety because from this place of safety you can actually move with more intention with more meaning and really get things done in an excellent way without having to worry about money things like i said earlier about when i was talking about that opinions can change others life lesson it's really a game changer Lesson eight this year was my business continues to grow even though something else happens on the way. And I mean, I've taken holidays, I've taken time off, I've been sick multiple times, way too often. Um, I remember last September actually, right after my birthday, we flew to South Africa for. <laughs> I literally flew there for one week. Um, that's a whole other story. We'd love to talk about it for wedding. And um, basically, we, um, yeah, we stayed there. And then I went to Munich for Oktoberfest. And then I basically got sick because I did too much. And I learned so much about that one time. And then earlier this year, I got um, COVID. And I really was sick for like, at least a week, maybe like almost two weeks. And my recovery took long, like long as long. And I wasn't able to do much within that period of time. Like I just literally launched my podcast and then I got sick. And I realized that things do keep on growing. Like the most people who listen to the podcast, the most people who found my way in space was also during this time period. So it's so funny how there's so much duality in the world and um, to realize that all the growth that you've done before something happens or before you take time off still accumulates or keeps on growing as you take time off. That is your reminder and lesson as well. It's okay to take time off and to relax and recharge and do what's good for you. Okay. The second one, lesson nine, is starting a business accelerates your personal growth. And I mean in every aspect of life, like in uh, mindset, in personal development, in um, wellness, in your health, in the way you take care of your body. I think every entrepreneur can agree on, on this one topic in it's such a blessing that we get to experience this acceleration of personal growth. Like sometimes it's tough and you're like, fuck this. Why, why am I doing this to myself? Why is it do going like this? But it really is allowing you 
to hold the space for the growth that is coming your way. And I think this is such a beautiful reminder. Lesson 10. We're slowly getting towards the middle of the list. Lesson 10 is entrepreneurs, and then I'm saying at least in my circle, are years ahead in mindset and personal development compared to the generation above them. It might be a controversial one. And with that, I also wanted to say that it is okay to have developed a stronger mindset and are further in personal development than your elders. Because so often I notice and I've had conversations about this with other entrepreneurs as well, is that they haven't been doing the mindset work, the personal development work for whatever reason. And sometimes it can be frustrating because they are older than you. So in society, we're told that you're then wiser than the other person. But honestly, all you have to do or can do is accept them and accept the journey for that they are on and where they are at. So I wanted to share this lesson, this insight with you because it makes communications with people who aren't in the same headspace as you um, and communicate with them much easier. Lesson 11 is making money can be fun and easy. You just have to change your mindset around it, meaning you have to change your mindset around what is fun and easy. What's the definition of fun and easy? Lesson 12, it kind of like links to the money mindset part, is it's fun to track all of my expenses in my income. I used to was a queen, if I may say so myself, in tracking my expenses, but somehow it's watered down. And right now I'm getting back on track with it. And nothing is more rewarding and satisfying as opening your Excel sheet and looking at all the numbers and knowing exactly what's coming in, what's going out and what's in all your different saving accounts. It's it's like that feeling of being on top of your game. It's the absolute best thing ever. Lesson 13 is don't worry about what you can't control. It's like a lesson that I still <laughs> need to remind myself of on a daily basis. But it's such an important one because I feel like this really comes together as well with the cord cutting lesson is that it is all coming together somehow. And it's um, like not worrying about what you can't control helps keeping your energy and keeping your peace. And I think that's the one main important thing in life. And <laughs> we only have 10 more lessons to go. And um, lesson 14, I'm laughing because I'm reading what I just wrote down. And I think it's honestly, it's hilarious. The next few don't take me too serious because I'm not taking myself too serious. Is <laughs> Lesson 14 is cardio isn't the monster, but your poor endurance and mindset towards it is. Because cardio can be fun. And the high of the cardio is unlike anything else. And I'm saying this and I'm laughing at it because I've been training at the gym and working out. I've basically been working out consistently for six years now. 
And I think the first three and a half, four years, I dreaded cardio. I never did cardio. I was like, I don't need to do cardio. I'm like, I don't need to train my abs because I'm already doing this when I do my compound exercises. Sorry if I'm going to go too deeply into gym talk, by the way. But <laughs> I was very compassionate about it. I was like, I'm lifting strong. That's basically cardio. But Han, it really is not cardio. Cardio is something different. And um, I think last year, last time I got into boxing with someone and I also started to do more cardio, do this Stairmaster. And I listened to someone talk around this topic and I've been challenging myself and pushing myself with cardio. And ever since I started doing this, I noticed my endurance was better, but also my lifts workouts were better and things just felt easier. And... Ever since then, I'm sticking with once cardio one at least once a week in my schedule, and same for apps. And it's honestly mind blowing how much better you'll feel afterwards. Like during no, but good music, a good podcast does wonders. But yeah, cardio really is not the monster. It was my poor endurance and mindset towards it that was the monster. Um, lesson fifteen is eating your vegetables, your carrots, okay, carrots in my case, before your pizza prevents stomach ache afterwards. I know I'm just taking piss with myself and who with you as well, but <laughs> it is a life lesson. I've really learned this year how to manage my food intake better. And I'm not meaning I'm like trying to lose weight or anything, but I'm struggling. My stomach struggles with yeast. So I haven't been drinking any alcohol. The last time I drank a drop was in with Halloween last year. And before that, I've also been basically quitting since December 2019. And then sometimes I have here and there, like once or twice a year, a glass of wine. Um, but since Halloween, I haven't drank a single drop and that and also just reducing breath has literally changed how I feel. And I recently had um, a conversational call with a gut health specialist and she was really helpful in like what helps and what doesn't help when it comes to my food intake and being aware of your food and feeling healthier and fitter is really allowing me to have more concentration, more focus, more energy, all of the good things throughout the day and throughout the week. And I think it's such like your body is literally a temple and you should treat it like one and um, you should be appreciative of it and show your love through looking after it. Maybe that's the lesson out of this, but yeah. Carrots before pizza prevents stomach ache afterwards. Lesson number 16 is cooking is fun and relaxing way to finish the day. And the main lesson I want you to take out of it, and I'm taking out of it myself, is make the mundane activities fun and peaceful and serene or whatever makes you feel good, joyful. Because I used to hate cooking. I, I, th I throw it on my mum 
being always so ups- like up- like so watching every move when I would cook and give me comments about what was not good about my food that I hated cooking. So, but yeah, I started trying to enjoy forcing myself to enjoy cooking by putting on the best and most fun playlist, and from there move forward and cook. And I actually enjoy cooking nowadays. I even started to bake the past few months. And it's such a joyful experience. It's so much fun. And I love experimenting with new recipes. And I'm literally want to now buy myself this, like, you've got from Disney, this Ratatouille um, recipe book. It's, like, empty. You can put your own recipes in it. Because I hate being on my phone as I'm cooking. Because it's just a distraction and your phone gets dirty. And I hate stickiness on it. So, yeah. But (laughs) basically... Make mundane activities more fun. Make your grocery shopping more fun. Make cleaning more fun. And things like the mundane gets to be joyful and it gets to be meaningful and both in your business but also in your personal life. That's such a big life lesson I've been taking away from this year. Okay, little breath catcher. (sighs) Number lesson number six. A six, 17 is see a specialist when something is off hurts fill in because it prevents pain in the long run and I think this is a lesson for both business and personal life so I've been having a shoulder injury for literally the longest period of time I've been walking around with it too for too long and then had to find the right fissure for me and then after five fissures therapists, I finally find find one who could help me get way less pain from, from it. Um, and the other day I had a knee injury coming up. And I was immediately like, okay, let's pick my osteopath. Let's pick my physiotherapist. And I was like immediately on top of my things. And the pain is already reduced so much over the past two weeks. And it's really a reminder and lesson. Like hire a specialist instead of just going to random people because they don't get it done as well as a specialist. Like my osteopath immediately felt so much better. And um, I guess the same goes for business. Like... Hire specialists if you want things, if you are aware of something that needs to be done better in your business. Because overall, their knowledge and their way with working with you, it's going to improve so much more than if you hire a generalist. Honestly, yeah, that's truth. Lesson number 18. We're going slowly coming to the end. Um, it's relax resting and relaxing is a form of self-care and it ties in with lesson number 19 so it's doing the things you said you would do it's literally the form of ultimate self-respect and the ultimate form of self-care I feel like doing the things you said I said I would do is giving is literally my biggest confidence booster because it builds trust in myself in what I do and it's such a huge form of self-respect. This is one of the reasons why you see me wake up so early in the mornings because I know and I'm aware that I'm a such a morning person and it's my prime time in the mornings early. But I have to show self-respect and self-love 
and self-care by getting up early and getting those things done so I can switch off later during the day earlier when I'm not at my best. And this is the most difficult things to do. No, it's not always easy to get up at 5am in the morning. It's not always easy to go to the gym at 7am in the morning. It's not always easy to start writing my content at 6am in the morning. But it is a form of self-respect because my future me will thank me later. And it will boost my confidence because I know the things that I said I would do, I'm doing. Lesson number 20. This is a fun one again. Doing my hair boosts my self-confidence and a heatless curler is the absolute best thing ever. I've been using my heatless curler since Christmas, literally since Christmas, and I've been using it twice a week apart from the really, really hot summer days because then it doesn't work. And sometimes once a week and my hair lasts for a week with waves and I'm looking like such a queen with it. And... It takes a bit time, but my hair's so like my hair. My hair's never been this long and this healthy. Like I used to always have a bop, a bop, like a short bop, and um, yeah, I'm just so like it. Literally was on my vision board. I truly believe I manifested my curly long, well, my wavy long red hair, and yeah, it's it's the best thing. Like it honestly is the best thing ever. Um, lesson number 21 is a bit of a deeper one because it's okay to feel like absolute shit sometimes and no I don't have to move out of feeling shit stats because it is safe to explore where this feeling is coming from. And this is something I hit on earlier, but really allowing myself to feel shit and to understand where it's coming from and to move through it has been such a game changer, has been such a life changer, and it's making me feel more confident and competent in in acceptive of myself. It's also a form of self-respect, I think. As long as I don't sit with it forever, but I know I won't. Lesson number 22. This is a good one, fam. Um, it's magic is everywhere. And I'm going to use one of my favorite examples. Like, okay, obviously, when you've been here before, when you've listened now to this podcast, you know, I believe in the universe. I believe in the divine. And... I believe that recently, the other week, I manifested a family pack of toilet paper in a little. And <laughs> let me explain this, okay? So I was literally going on my on my afternoon walk after work, and then I we we needed toilet paper because we were finished, and we usually get this family pack because it's cheaper and it's actually a really nice type of toilet paper from the little. However, the only offer it every once in a month every once every two months in our little and we have a lot of family big families living in our area area so i was like i literally forgot to get grocery like a toilet paper like the whole week prior but now i knew i was like i need to get it today and then i walked into the little and there was this family pack waiting for me and <laughs> literally after that I was texting my coach like it's such a magical day I've been seeing like divine angel numbers and I've just manifested my family pack of toilet paper 
I mean, if that isn't magic. No, honestly, I believe magic is everywhere and it's in all the little things in you don't even have to believe, I'm sorry for the noise, excuse me neighbors, you don't have to believe in a universe even, but there is magic everywhere. If you make it magical and if you make it meaningful, that's that's the best part of life. Like you've got to control all the control of how you live it and how you experience it, how you perceive it. Um, so yeah, that was lesson number 22. And lesson number 23, it's actually one that next week after you listen to this podcast i'll be launching a podcast about and it's spirituality doesn't come from things such as tarot cards journaling um, stones all these things because these things are tools to unlock spirituality in your body and if you've listened to my podcast interview with both Shana Reskin and also the one that's upcoming with Kate Pizzuti, um, that will be coming, I think it will be episode 17, so the episode after this one, you'll hear us talk about it more. But this really is a game changer because spirituality is feeling grounded within your body and feeling the divine through your body. And yeah, that was it. <laughs> I, I feel like I've, I've had so many more lessons that I would want to share, but I feel like 23 is the perfect number because that's exactly the years that was the past birth year. So now we're heading into a new birth year and I'll let you know all the lessons I learned then, but I loved recording this podcast. I would love to know what lesson is new to you, what lesson you've learned yourself already, or what's, whatever lesson you want to share with me, what lesson do you think I could learn from you? Please let me know, because I love learning, as you all know. So please let me know. And shoot me a DM. My DMs are always open. Even if you want to talk about family packs of toilet paper. Um, thank you so much for tuning into this episode on the Meaningful CEO podcast. Please let me know your biggest takeaway from this week's episode and share this episode with your business besties so they can learn how they can build a unique brand by doing their things their way so they can effortlessly sell their offers in a way that connects with their soulmate clients only. You would help the podcast out a lot by leaving a five-star review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. This helps us grow and reach and support even more people on their journey as becoming a meaningful CEO. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye, lovely.